0: This is As Told by Shirelle, and this is your podcast for self-discovery and inspiration through storytelling. Each week, you will hear a new guest and hopefully walk away with something that helps enlighten your journey. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, and remember, stop chasing tiaras and be the crown. Janelle Jordan's Explanation of Her Figurative Art led to a wonderful discussion about how sometimes we have to let go and let ourselves grow to do the work we are meant to do. When was your first memory of discovering that art was your journey?
1: I kind of always thought I was going to be an artist. Like, I didn't know that being an artist wasn't, like, considered a job to some people. Like, (laughs) I didn't know. I was always encouraged to, you know, draw. But um, I guess I just, I was always making stuff, really. Like, my Barbie dolls, clothes. I was making their little um, spaces out of shoe boxes and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always had a really... I guess I had a great satisfaction of just creating something or drawing something like out of a magazine yeah. or a photograph and making it look like what I was seeing. So I was always trying to kind of, tra- I guess train my eye, even it like five and six, like I was never, like I was never, you know, drawing a, a nose with like a half triangle. I was always trying to get like the bottom of the nose, right, and mm-hmm. the shape of the eyes, like an almond shape. I was, always really interested in that so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah do you feel like you had to try really hard to create or recreate um images that look like you when you were a little girl or did you readily find things available to you
1: well in my household i had a lot of you know there's a lot of black art on the walls and stuff like that. My mother was really into that, mm-hmm. so there wasn't like a lack of that in my house mm-hmm. I think um but a lot of what I drew from like like I said, I drew from magazines a lot, so I usually would get like you know um black hair magazines at like the grocery store or something like that, so that was really like where I got my imagery from mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and maybe t v
1: and things like that but yeah,
0: do you? emphasize certain elements of the images that you draw so like some artists really focus on like the eyes or the mouth um or the nose like do you find that you're really drawn to one particular aspect of a face
1: um yeah for sure so i mean i always i always start with the eyes but i don't think that's the thing that i spend the most time on i for sure I was always drawing like big lips right <laughs> like big big black lips like it doesn't matter who I was drawing like it was always like three times bigger and my mother would be like where did you get that from but I was always I mean, I guess that was what I was looking at is what I saw in the mirror and so you know I'm looking at my mom my mother and my aunties and stuff like that so I was always into big lips and 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 big smiles like I think probably in my work now when I when I look at other, like say, like portrait artists or pictures of people, you know, faces and figurative art, mm-hmm. it always looks like they're kind of introspective, I guess, <laughs> um, or they're in deep thought or something like that. But I've always tried to put an element of, um, I don't know, different types of expression. So I'm all about big smiles and and big teeth. So I'm all, I'm a big teeth and mouth girl. That <laughs> sounds really weird, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I mean, that's what you see, like. Um, so do you feel like because you are drawn to like certain features, um, that kind of relate back to the images you've seen in the house, um, or images or people that you, you know, grew up with your mom, your aunties, um, do you feel like you have a social responsibility, um, as an artist in this area that's really diverse?
1: Um, for sure. I don't think I've thought of it that way, but, but yes, I think I'm, I just like to paint my reality or what's in my head um and i think like the duty of an artist for for sure is to you know document the times right so i'm documenting what's around me Mm -hmm. so um not saying that i don't come into contact with all types of diverse people but that's i i paint my reality Mm
0: -hmm. so what what does that look like if you could describe your reality or something you've drawn sorry painted in the past that like really interpret interprets what you currently see um what is it what does it look like like can you detail that for me
1: i'm definitely about my black people i think it took me a a while to i think as an artist sometimes you you think that you're or I did anyway. I thought that I was kind of being pigeonholed into being a black artist, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> but that is what I, I paint. I love to paint my, 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 my people, and I like to paint them as, I like to paint us as we are, right? right. So <laughs> there's so many you know, caricatures out there, so many stereotypes and, that you find on TV or social media or, or everywhere that isn't necessarily us, mm-hmm. So I think I like to paint us as we are and all the good and all the bad. And just kind of explore, you know, black identity through that.
0: <clears throat> so, do you feel like you're able to really um, express the nuance and complexity of black people in your figures, um, or do you feel like you've been able to do that over time um, <laughs> because of the different people you've interacted with? Yeah, yeah. Um, i don't
1: know if it's with the different people i've interacted with but i think it just comes with age and, and getting older and paying attention to different things and caring about different things i think when i first started like like painting like after i got out of school mm-hmm. um i was painting like a lot of like i would say party people and happy people and that was that was kind of my thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it didn't get much deeper than that um and then there was a point in time where that became important to me as far as me looking a little bit deeper inside of myself and really and, and really tackling things that are a little bit bigger than you know <laughs> we're in a party scene everybody's having fun and yeah that's cool that's a great picture and i still love those things that i did and I'm you know they're, my, they're all my babies right but um i think now i'm at a stage where i want to say more and there's so much more going on in you know in our community i mean donald trump is president and you know black people are getting shot for being black and there's a lot more that I need to say and I have to say that I have to get out of me. Does
0: that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, it absolutely does make sense. And so I I really wanna know what you would like someone to create if they had the opportunity to interpret who you are in a painting. Like what would that look like? What kind of scenes would be going <laughs> on in the background? Maybe you can even go so far as to say, like, what would it look like from you know when you first graduated, and how would it evolve over time into like your current um, situation? Ooh, girl, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um,
1: I think okay. I could say so. My my boyfriend's the artist too, right? Mm-hmm. And he paints stuff that's really super different than what I do. And mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of surreal work. Um, a lot of abstract, but a lot of a lot of surreal work where you know images are are just kind of organic forms that come together. Mm-hmm. And so he's done a piece of me, but I like I like when he when he paints me because it's not really me, but it's kind of me. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather that than you know just my face somewhere. <laughs> um, that might be a little you know self conscious, <laughs> uh, but um, I think what I enjoy about his work, which I think could kind of lend itself to that is, okay, so yes, it's one piece and it's us together. And it's almost like we're plasma, kind of. Um, And we're just in a space of, um, I don't even know what it is. It's just kind of biomorphic forms, um, kind of like almost like a lava lamp.
0: Okay.
1: our, Our form is coming out of the lava lamp. And I think I think if I want someone to paint me and be something like that, it's me developing me, me developing and me growing um into something out of out of what I currently am, I like and that. constantly changing I think
0: that's really poetic, you know because <laughs> you know constantly the whole idea of like we're constantly evolving so like we can't just take one form, it has to shift a little bit from time to time, so yeah, I dig that. So, <laughs> when have you ever painted something um or been asked to paint something that you were like completely afraid to paint but you did it anyway? And then to add on to that, um what was the response to it and how did you feel about, you know, the effects of all of the whole process? So it's like a three-tiered question. Okay. Uh, um so la well
1: I guess 2016, um, I did a series called, uh, hair stories mm-hmm. and that was, I kind of took like a break before then. I guess, probably like a, a year break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had done this, uh, event with four other artists, it's like this church in Maryland, um, and they're like art based. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, a a, a poet, um, a dancer and, uh, another musician and, Everybody was just, like, I went first, and I talked about my artwork, and I I wasn't, that was kind of that point where I was saying where I wasn't as, I wasn't digging deep enough inside of myself, I think, Mm -hmm. to even speak about my work, like, intelligently, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, or not intelligently, but I didn't, I wasn't saying as much with my artwork as I should have been, especially in the time period that it was, Mm -hmm. right, so, um after that i remember leaving <laughs> feeling kind of defeated and feeling like you know i'm not good enough to be there right yeah. so i took kind of a year off um and i did the the new series um called Hair stories and that was after i listened to solange's album a seat at the table mm-hmm. which i love love that album mm-hmm. straight repeat for months right yeah. um that story uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> that one song um uh, don't Touch My Hair mm-hmm. that had a lot to do with me creating that series and um, I was just really about like don't touch my hair, don't touch my pride, you know, don't touch my mouth and there's so much there's so many, there's so much history in our hair and I think just tackling that series and making the work that I did mm-hmm. really kind of scratched the surface of what I wanted to do as far as de- digging deeper into myself and um, and relaying that. So I think I was, I was scared, I think for to, and I'm not controversial. I'm not really a controversial art by any means, but I think I needed to show another layer yeah. of myself and show another layer of black identity and all of the history and everything that comes with it. Right. And yeah. so I, I, I was, I was scared to, to do that. I think I was scared to kind of take my artwork in a different direction because I felt like it made some, it made some success with what I was doing. So that's always hard, I think, to take another direction Mm -hmm.
0: with your work. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Did that propel you to continue to kind of like dig deeper every time you painted like the next piece, the next series? Like did it kind kind of call you to take more action in terms of like speaking either against something or just voicing your opinion on something that you probably thought would have been a little more quote unquote controversial before?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it allowed. So like I think the process of, of doing that, the process of making the work in that series in general, that just allowed me to feel more confident yeah. in it. So, I think sometimes before you begin something, especially something that you haven't really, like, it's kind of unknown territory to you, or you don't really know exactly what you're trying to say, right? right? That's hard. So, I think I think it's easy to get stuck, right, When you're when you don't know exactly what you want to say, and you don't want to make it or you do know what you want to say, but you don't want to make it feel too contrived. Mm-hmm. So I think just the process of, you know, finding the imagery I wanted to do and just working and then letting it all kind of fall into place, which is how you're supposed to work anyway to me, mm-hmm. but um, letting it fall into place and then letting it kind of teach me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and figuring it out later, what does this mean? Or talking with people um, after I've shown it and getting their ideas and just, it's it was really a exploration, <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made, me, it made it easier to, to want to, to to tackle different things
0: in my heart. Okay. So, my biggest battle right now is trying to find a balance between being too vulnerable, but also, like you said, calling up some of those emotions, those deeper emotions and like using the platform that I'm choosing, and in this case, it's podcasting and like writing articles on a blog. Um, okay finding a way to do it in a way that is appreciated and not completely judged right so how do you find a way to or how do you how do you find comfort in knowing that like people are not going to always understand and interpret it the way that you want them to but like the few that do how do you find comfort in knowing like like, that's enough because sometimes I struggle with that it's like I want everyone to get it but like it's not gonna happen
1: yeah, <laughs> right. Everybody's not and everything is not for everything, and everybody's not in a space to receive it, right. or they haven't had the experience. Like everybody, that's the kind of great thing about you know making art, though. And like you're saying, and like and I know like you're a writer and stuff. Like that's the great thing about it, though. Like everybody doesn't it's it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. and the great thing is that people are coming to your work from different walks of life, right. from you know different you know, maybe they had a different type of day like it's just everything True. so but they're gonna bring to to it their experience and like that's enough and it may hit them it may hit them a different way and that's okay too I think just the provoking mm-hmm. just the just just them questioning it is mm-hmm. is enough I think that's that's what it's there for mm-hmm. I don't think I want everybody to like it I don't think everybody needs to like it mm-hmm. <laughs> You just and it's like don't need to like it that gives me an opportunity to talk
0: about it so true 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 do you yeah. have you ever felt like you had to explain something way more than you expected oh all the time, all the time? okay okay yeah because I mean I'm, I'm finding out now I'm just like what that's not what I meant at all like how did you get there but yeah right so I guess my last question to you is what is the most exciting thing about being an artist
1: Um, I would say, again, the process of making work is, is everything. It teaches, to me, it teaches me so much about myself, Mm -hmm. um, it teaches me, uh, and this is like really, really like flowery, romantic, (laughs) it teaches me, (laughs) it does teach me a lot about myself and how to kind of navigate life, I guess, um. Mm. Not to be things so precious, right? And and to let you know failures be failures, and and they're not necessarily failures. They um they're they they're teaching moments, they're lessons, yeah, right? And right. The, the next thing, the next time you come up against this, the next time you do this, the next time you try, like it's gonna be better for it. Ah. Um, and I feel like that's always great. And those aha, those aha, like eureka moments when it all comes together is like everything
0: was like the best feeling in the world okay talk to me more about that when was the last time you had like an aha moment you're like wow how did you celebrate that (laughs) sorry i'm being nosy now (laughs) (laughs) so hmm when was the last time
1: it's not as recent as i would like it to be i think um (laughs) i think So there's this one piece again it's from the seat at the table <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um and there's this uh picture so i i collect imagery mm-hmm. um so i have like just a library full of just images and snapshots and piles of stuff that i've printed or taken from you know taken from magazines and stuff like that um placing and thinking about what i want to do with it sometimes there's just like a moment like it might be the song that i'm listening to and the image that happens to be in front of me that i come across and like oh this is like as like a divine moment that i was supposed to look at this and i'm supposed to be listening to this and I, I had this type of day that this is going to manifest right mm-hmm. um so there's this image of uh, that a photographer did um that i found on instagram of this girl um and she has this really long dress i follow her she's gorgeous <laughs> she has this really um uh long dress and she often wears them on top of her head kind of um like in a sculptural type of way mm-hmm. and I was listening to that and I was listening to uh, Cranes by Solange Okay, um, and uh, what I t- what I take that song to mean and it may be totally wrong I don't know but I think Cranes in the Sky I think like I, you know because we're in DC you know there's just always construction so I think Cranes in the Sky I think not the birds I think the the actual like metal cranes that are building things yeah. and so I think about the construction and the growth and I, I, I kind of that type of of um I guess approach to it so I'm thinking the um sorry I lost my train of thought I'm thinking the heaviness of that is sometimes too hard to bear so when she says um those crazy those cranes in the sky sometimes I don't want to feel those heavy clouds like that's what I thought right (laughs) and so (laughs) on top of her head I'm thinking how heavy are these these, these locks that she's wearing right mm-hmm. and how heavy is that area on your head every day but how prideful you are to, to, to grow that right,
0: right.
1: Um, and she has them on top of her head and so on top of that I have these cranes kind of coming up also on top of her head so they're like building and mean she's growing and it's, I, I kind of just made a connection between that mm-hmm. but it's just I, I guess that would be one of those moments where uh, everything kind of comes together mm-hmm. And, and you feel like you need to that's the idea in my head that I feel like I need to express and I need to paint and everything came together at the right
0: time I really like that I mean there's something about the 20s like I say after 25 where you're just constantly in a state of like evolution it's like I'm growing I'm growing fighting it sometimes but still growing nonetheless yeah. and like um yeah, like, I really feel like that's where my mind is right now. It's just only focused on growth. And, like, it's just crazy. And I feel like everything you're saying is speaking to what I'm going through. And I'm sure, like, other people in their late 20s feel the same way. It's like, you hit this point where you're just like, everything has to, it just has to start making more sense in terms of, like, how I've evolved over time. Like, I hate to overuse that word, but, like, that's just literally how I feel. So, I really thank you for sharing um you know your growth experience as an artist because I'm sure sometimes people do get stuck in those those moments of feeling like you know they need to move on they need to do something different they need to dig deeper but they just don't know how so thank you for letting right. me in um on that process with you so. yes thank you thank you for having of course <laughs> um so I look forward to talking to you and learning more about what you're doing through your art um and I'll keep up with you so thank you yes thank you so much <laughs> all right have a good one <laughs> Bye, Bye. Thank you for listening to As Told by Sherelle. For more weekly stories, please subscribe to my podcast.